Welcome to the second episode of the Anti-MLM Podcast. I am Emma Rose and oh boy, today we're going to do our first deep dive or really it's like the beginning of a deep dive. There is so much information out there about these companies and there's just really so much to dig into. So it's made me even more excited to record the podcast, but it's also um, made me really overwhelmed. And I totally was feeling that this last week because I just didn't know where to start. And I am a recovering perfectionist. And so in my head, there's like this idea that this episode will be all-encompassing and a real tight-knit version of what I want it to be. And in reality, this is my first podcast that has this sort of format. This is my very first foray into talking about anti-MLM movement and things of this nature. So it's it's a new thing for me and I just have to accept that and go with the flow. So I kind of refocused my thoughts and we're going to start with the history and the background behind Rodan and Fields. And I want to make sure that everyone listening knows that this is not an attack on any consultants for Rodan and Fields. I am simply going to be reading and reacting to some facts like the income disclosure statement and kind of trying to figure out the overarching ideas of why MLMs are just bad business practices, how they're predatory, and really how it's just not good for the people at the bottom, which is probably going to be most of the people who are listening to this. Maybe you're listening because you're thinking about joining. Maybe you're listening because you are already out of the company and you've realized how terrible it is. And, you know, there's all sorts of people, I guess, who could be listening. There's no point in me trying to guess who you are. But the point is that we're the people behind the anti-MLM movement really care about these poor people who are the victims in these huge money grabs. Like, oh my gosh, we'll get into it. So if you're listening to this podcast, just keep in mind that I am not here to make up your mind about anything. I'm just expressing how I feel about these things. And I want you to do your own research and to make up your own mind. And honestly, that is probably more than any owner of any MLM wants you to do because the way the cult mentality works is they are the owners and founders of these companies are like they're like gods inside the company. Their word is the only word. And I, I know that is true from within my former MLM, which I guess I'm just going to go ahead and say it because there's no point in keeping it a secret, especially, um, because I do want to talk about my experience 
coming out of it. Um, so I was a part of LuLaRoe for, it'll be three years. It would have been three years this coming June-ish. I'm currently in the process of leaving. I still have a ton of inventory. We actually just moved it all out of like the half of the living room that it was um, taking up where my boutique was. Um, so I'm recording in the spot where that used to be. And it's actually like a really nice little sitting area right now. So that's super exciting. It is feels good to have it not in my space, but I really need to purge my closet. There's so much crap, but I am digressing. So let's go back to Rodan and Fields. And I will let you know that I honestly did not know a lot about Rodan and Fields. So there is hope out there that this company is not taking over everywhere because in my research, it just looks like they make it seem like every single person knows that Rodan and Fields is like the number one best-selling skincare line. And maybe that's true. They, Maybe they are. Maybe someone has, some organization has given them that accolade. But I don't know anyone. I know one person in like my extended family who I'm in their Facebook group, but I don't, I have never looked at the post. I've never researched it. I barely see it in passing. So the algorithm is in my favor on that. So I'm like, I've, I honestly felt like I had been living under a rock when I started reading about this company and how huge they are and how many consultants they have. It is kind of bananas. So I got really curious about where Rodan and Fields came from and the origin story. So we're going to do that kind of to give you an introduction. But the very first thing that I did was go to their website and it's kind of vague. And the first thing I noticed was the products are super expensive. So first of all, they are not in my price range. This is not something that I would have wanted to be involved in. I don't pay that much for skincare. And that being said, I love Ulta. I love Sephora. I love my skincare products. I was a subscription box addict for a super long time. So I know my way around some good beauty products. And I would have just never spent the amount that I saw on the website for like monthly or I think they're supposed to last you for two months. I just, I'm not their target market. I'm also not that worried about anti-aging. This is probably an unpopular opinion, but I kind of am excited to get old. I think wrinkles are awesome. There's, there's, Sure, there are technologies coming a long way and like people are getting Botox and all this stuff and that's amazing if you want to do that, but it's just never really been my jam. I've never had Botox. Um, I take care of my skin, but I use drugstore products that work pretty well and in general, I just don't wear makeup so my skin um, isn't clogged up with all that stuff all the time. So this is really not my... Um, 
I don't know, it's just not something I'm interested in at all. So, so I realized that sounded maybe a little bit contradictory, but what I was trying to say is that before I was involved in an MLM, I had disposable income. And back then I was more involved in buying higher end beauty products and skincare <clears throat> and skincare. And now I am I don't have disposable income, so those pricey products right now are just not a viable option for me. So that's what I was trying to say with all that. Okay, so let's get focused a little bit. I want to go over a few of my takeaways from the website, and then we're going to get into the income disclosure statement. So let's get into it. Okay, because I'm a curious cat, I went on the website to see, to find a consultant near me because I honestly just don't know anybody besides the one person I mentioned earlier who is a consultant for Rodan and Fields. And I put in my zip code and it showed me, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Um, the first three, two of them are in the northern part of my state, probably like a seven to ten hour drive, so not local at all. One of them's in a town I haven't even heard of, probably close to that same area. And then, uh, the other three, I haven't heard of one of the cities, and then only one of them is like relatively close to me and it's not even that close like I wouldn't drive there to go and meet up with someone so I don't know how accurate this like map is if everyone's just automatically put on there or if they have to sign up but anyways I if I were interested on the website and I use this I would not get in touch with any of these consultants because there's literally no one anywhere near me. And then if you look at the consultant facts on their website, um, they have a back office tool called Pulse and then they have Pulse Pro. So all consultants get the basic back office and this is something that really pisses me off and Luckily, this was not the case with the MLM that I was in, but with this, you have to pay $24.95 a month to get Pulse Pro, which provides more advanced business tools that gets you your website. And, you know, so in addition to paying to get the opportunity to sell their products, you also have to pay to use the more powerful back office, which just seems ridiculous. I would like to mention real quick the one good thing that I did run across while browsing Rodan and Fields' website is this program called TerraCycle, and I will put the link in the show notes, but this is um, a free recycling program 
Um, I think the website TerraCycle just links you to these free recycling programs. But there, this is something that I didn't know existed. And they do have one for Rodan and Fields. I think you have to save like five pounds of empty Rodan and Fields uh, containers to send them in. But they have all different ones like the Berea Ready Pasta. There's um, Brita. Burt's Bees, uh, Harvest Snaps, those delicious little uh, green pea crispy things. There's the Cerebelli, like the little baby food things. So I thought that that was pretty cool. So if you would like to reduce your carbon footprint and help save the environment, check out the recycling programs and see if any of them apply to you. They are free, and you can see if um, you can help out a little bit. All right, so let's get to the fun stuff. Let's talk about Rodan and Fields' 2018 income disclosure statement. So in the beginning of this, they make sure to talk about all their propaganda stuff like their mission is to give consumers the best skin of their lives and how they're very innovative the brand is driven by the disruptive consumer connected commerce business model which I did not think that multi-level marketing could be made any more of a mouthful but here you have it they've gone and done it Um, then it goes on to talk about their program and they make sure to say that some consultants just do it for fun money and some of them want to earn more and whatever you want is up to you. Okay. So they're doing very subtle victim blaming and this is just part of the culture You'll continue to see it as we go over all of these different MLM companies. It is part of the reason why they are so predatory and why people stay in for so long and why it causes a lot of really bad self-esteem and there's just so many side effects of this type of wording. But we'll go on from there. Besides all of these terrible things that we've already talked about, let's talk about how much these consultants are getting paid. So the number of R&F consultants over the course of 2018 was 411,651, which is a lot of people were coming up to close to half a million and... Out of those consultants, 54%, which is just over 222000 were paid consultants. So that means that 46% of consultants who received the benefit of discounted prices did not earn any compensation. So we're already talking about half of consultants make money. So basically, they're just conning people into paying 
to get a discount for the product and paying a lot of money too. I mean, I guess if you just want to pay the $45 and then get a discount on the product, but it just, I don't know, it just doesn't seem worth it. So let's go on to the people who were paid. Let's talk about them. So the top 50% were paid more than $595 annually. So to be in the top 50% of earners in this company, you just have to make $50 a month. $50 a month. That is bananas. Okay. So let's say you were in the top 10% of earners in this company. You would be making at least $4,955 annually. $4,955 annually. I mean, gosh, I really was, you know, hoping that this big opportunity and big dream would maybe be that monthly like 49.55 sounds like a pretty good monthly salary if I was looking for like a big opportunity that would draw me but no only 10% of the annual earners made that annually so the top 1% were paid more than 29,000 so you could make 29,000 which let me tell you is not a livable wage. It's just, it's not, it's not poverty level, but it's, it's so little, you guys, it's not that much. Um, and that's the top 1% of this company. So then they go on and they show the annual payment tier and they'll show you the average annual and the median annual. So the median annual is closer to the actual number of what people in this category are making. So for instance, the people who earned over $500,000 per year, the median is $816,113. And the percent percentage of people who made this amount of money, I shit you not, is 0.00%. And there's a little asterisk on that because obviously how could 0% be a thing, right? So 0% represents 97 consultants who earned an average of $1.2 in 2018. So out of their 411,000 consultants, 97, 97 of them made over a million. Great. Okay. Um, then it just goes down from there. Basically, 61% of the company, their median annual income for the year was $245. So this is just pretty dismal. Basically, I'm looking at, you know, I was a server before. I was making probably between thirty and 40000 a year give or take and to make that I let's see that the median annual income tier that's closest to that is 32,638 
and that is 0.70% of the paid consultants. So these percentages actually aren't even of the entire amount of consultants. These are just the percentages of the paid consultants. If you want to look at this, if I'm not <laughs> describing it clearly enough, I will. everything is linked in the show notes. So it's just, I mean, they do such a good job of selling the dream and preying on vulnerable people that they still sign up, even though this literally says that your chances of making money are abysmal. They're not great. And you have to pay to play. It's just not good. After doing the preliminary research on the website, I did a quick Reddit search and um, I also searched on Facebook and Instagram and those are all some things that I think deserve their own episode, um, the things that I discovered, and I really hope to speak with some former consultants or even current consultants to get some idea of how much money goes into this business because you guys heard the income disclosure and a lot of people are not making any money and the people who are making money are not making a lot of money. So I'm really curious about about the inside information and if you do want to share your story with me, I'll keep it completely anonymous if you want or we can talk, I can we can record voice. Anyways, get a hold of me. Send me an email at antimlmpod at gmail.com. I really want to hear from you. So after I did that research and found out how little these people were actually making who sign up to be consultants, I started to do some research on the founders. And this kind of blew my mind because, again, I just had no idea. So the founders are Kathy Fields and Katie Rodan, and they met back in the 1980s, the mid-80s, when they were doing their dermatology residencies in the Northern California area. So they became quick friends, and later, um, after a few years of friendship, Rodan wanted to create a new acne-treating product. So she got a hold of her friend Fields and they started a small business and over the course of the next few years they would work in their spare time around their dermatology practices and um, put their own money into creating this product and that product was Proactive which you may have heard of. So Rodan and Fields went ahead and they took their product to Neutrogena's um, head offices and Neutrogena turned them down, but they did mention that they thought selling through infomercials would be a good way to market the product. So in comes Guthy Ranker, which is a company. It's a, let's see.
it's like a marketing and distribution um, company. So Proactive had a lot of popularity. Um, I 100% remember Proactive commercials. And there's some really interesting um, money talk that we're going to talk about here. So um, starting in 2015, uh, they reported around... uh, Uh, $1 billion in sales. And after this point, um, Guthy Renker sold or entered into a deal with Nestle so that they could expand their market internationally. So Rodan and Fields at this point sold the remaining rights and rights to proactive royalties. So they were paid a lump sum estimated to be more than $50 million. So after they've had huge success with that first product, they obviously still want to um, make more money, I would assume. And Rodan and Fields, the company, is born in 2002. So at this point, they are sold in um, department stores and Estee Lauder ended up buying the brand and it didn't do so well. So in 2007, the doctors bought back their brand. Um, and in the meantime, they had learned about direct selling and they thought that that was a good way to sell their new product. So the Rodan and Fields multi-level marketing firm was introduced to the world and because of this and the success of this company Katie Rodan and Kathy Fields are now billionaires they each have a net worth of around 1.5 billion dollars so when I read that and by the way this um chronological um, history I got from celebritynetworth.com. I will link it in the show notes. Um, It was a really great concise article about their history. So that is what I used. Um, And it really bothered me when I found out that both of these women are billionaires and the women and consultants, because I'm sure there are also male consultants and a whole bunch of people who have been brought into this scheme, but they're billionaires and the people below them are are not even making a living wage. Like y'all have to understand that this is a business and Katie Rodan and Kathy Fields are billionaires who base their company on a predatory model. Like nothing about this is okay. And I'm sure that they are involved with philanthropy and that they do good in the world. But just to like the amount of good that you do cannot cancel out all the terrible things that you did to get so successful um and a quick search on wikipedia will show you that 
Proactive has also had a ton of trouble because apparently when you buy Proactive from the infomercials, it is, it's automatically signing up for you to receive that product every 60 days, I think it is. And a lot of people didn't know that. So they've had a ton of trouble with people complaining about fraudulent charges. And it just, again, that seems shady. And it just seems that these two hugely successful companies and products that Rodan and Fields have um have made just have such shady things that go along with it so I just I just it just rubs me the wrong way you guys it's just these are the facts you can um you can you're entitled to your own opinion you can think whatever you want about them but it just doesn't sit right with me that they literally have the power and wealth to make a legitimate company that pays its employees and oh you guys I don't even want to get into the ingredients because they're not good for you so again they're just selling this dream that is not ever going to happen for most people and there's a lot of damage that happens when people are drawn in to things like this where there's so much false hope and there's so much blame shifting onto the consultants for not making enough money when the system is not set up to allow them to make money. It's just so messed up and I hope that you can see that. Let's talk about how Rodan and Fields has tried to legitimize their business through celebrity endorsements. And I'm not just talking about Rodan and Fields. I'm also talking about Proactive. Um, but, but they've done it with both brands. And it is a really smart way to market things, to be honest, because celebrities hold our trusts. You know, as a society, a lot of people look up to celebrities and they trust them and it's just how it is. And it's kind of unfair that so many companies make money off of these celebrities just because it's a business deal. So let's get into what I'm talking about here. Um, so when Guthrie Ranker was um, promoting Proactive, their media budget was $200 million as of 2010. And all of this information is on the Proactive Wikipedia. Um, another, let's see, much of it was spent on airtime. And then they were spending another 12 to $15 million on celebrity endorsements. So Justin Bieber was paid $3 million over two years. So he's just one um, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Kelly Clarkson, P. Diddy, Avril Lavigne, Lindsay Lohan, Alyssa Milano, Katy Perry, Jessica Simpson, Britney Spears, and Vanessa Williams. So all of these celebrities are 
people who got paid to promote this brand and it was just a business deal. So that's just one instance of um, how this is done, but oh look, this is even better you guys. Okay. In, in 2012, the Advertising Standards Authority in the UK banned some of Proactive's advertising as misleading. So, it just goes to show that, like, you just can't trust everything you see and you can't assume that the motives are good, you know? Because there's money involved. So not only do these celebrities get paid to endorse the products, there are also celebrities who are Rodan and Fields consultants. Um, I think I read that there was an actress from Fresh Off the Boat who does it, and Lynn Spears, who is Britney Spears' mother, And I need to look more into that. I'm curious about the timelines, but it's just unfair to the people who trust these well-known figures and those figures have an audience and they manipulate them and abuse that trust to have financial gain. This whole influencer market is just based on emotional manipulation. They want you to think that you can look like them and be like them. And I just can't emphasize enough that they're selling a dream that you don't need. You are good enough as you are. You know, the money thing is off the table. Just pretend that the money thing that the opportunity doesn't exist because the chances of you actually making money are so slim. So if you're not going to make money, you're going to probably lose money. Then why are you chasing after this lifestyle? I've found so much more peace just accepting who I am than chasing after all the things that I was always chasing after. I'm telling you that you do not need these overpriced products and these friends that you basically have to buy because I know how it goes. Once you pay, once you get accepted, once you're a consultant, you get added to group chats, Facebook messenger groups, Marco Polo's, Facebook groups. There's all these people who are cheering you on and supporting you and it feels amazing, but you it's only because you paid to be there it's so sad and I just wish that there was more information out there so that's why I'm doing this that's why I'm here if you want to help me please um, reach out to me on twitter or at our email it's both anti-MLMPod, so on Twitter it's at anti-MLMPod, and our email is anti-MLMPod at gmail.com. Please reach out, um, help me spread the word. There's just no reason why 
these companies should continue getting away with treating people the way that they do and really building this massive amount of wealth on the fact that people are losing money buying into their dream. It it's it's so immoral, you guys. I just I I can't even. <laughs> so this was just the beginning. This was just a little bit of background and you know, my first impressions of the company. And I really look forward to doing more research and finding out what goes on on the inside. So thank you all so much for listening. And I can't wait to see what we do next. There's seriously so much. I know I keep saying this, but um, I think I want to do a kind of general kind of topic about why MLMs are just bad in general, maybe dig into the cult-like mindset, or maybe talk about more my experience with LuLaRoe. There's so many things coming up, so stay tuned.